you're very welcome to Final Whistle's live rugby coverage in partnership with Damien Tansy Solicitors, specialists in court litigation with offices in Dublin and Sligo. Enjoy listening to the match. I'm live now. And good, good morning even and welcome to the sports grounds for what promises to be an exciting day of rugby here at the HQ of Connor Rugby. Now my name is Brefney Early and I'm here for the first two games of the day, the women's games, the plate and cup final. And I'm joined by Wendy Hickey who's a development officer here in Connaught Rugby. And uh, Wendy we're going to be chatting all things rugby for the next couple of hours but first and foremost we are underway here. It's the first minute or so of action as Chumultarard take on Sligo Rugby Club in the plate final. Wendy, it promises to be an exciting day's action. Absolutely. Uh, it's great to see these, these two teams here uh, just in front of us now. I think it's, it's action-packed. It only started about two minutes ago and straight away uh, the two clubs are really looking, looking up for it. Uh, so it's gonna be, uh, I think it's going to be an exciting, exciting scoreline. So uh, let's, see, let's see what all... Yeah, Chuma Glar did kick the ball off. Uh, Sligo in possession at the moment. And uh, Ashling Feely is on, in possession for the... The North Sligo side, uh, or the North Connacht side, shall I say, Sligo. We'll uh, we'll bring you the teams in just a couple of moments, but uh, for the moment we'll just uh, bring you the actions. Quick penalty there from Chumukdar, but the referee not happy just with how that was taken, and it's going to be called back. Uh, but it is the uh, number eight for Chumukdar, Carly Tierney, uh, one of their main players who uh, restarts playing. She's found a gap and she's right through, and there's a space. In the Sligo rear guard, it's one on one, and that's a fantastic tackle from Sophie Kingham. Uh, she's absolutely a try seven tackle there. It was one on one, and a fumble from uh, a player for the Chumu to our side, and it's going to be advantage to Sligo inside their own 22. Uh, but they look to recycle the ball. That was a lovely piece of play there from Sophie Kingham. Wendy. Carly Tierney, so exciting. The Sorry. She gets the ball and she takes off. She's, she's a hard person to stop. And, um, you know, she's she's been doing so well at underage and, and is above, obviously, with the college under 18 set up and the Irish, uh, the Irish set up. So, really exciting to see. It's like the seas just opened and she just took off. So and she's off she's, again. She's found another gap and that she's well held that time by the Sligo defender. But it's still in the possession of the two Mutarard girls and they're on the line now looking for an opportunity to get through. Scrum half goes left and out to number 12. That's Amy Burns. Uh, looks to be over, and the hand goes up from the referee, and it is the opening score of the game. We've barely three minutes on the clock here, and I think it was number 12, Amy Burns, who got across for that. Uh, that's a good opening score from the Chimsa. It is, yeah. I think it's, uh, again, like Sligo were defending, defending, but I, I suppose it was just too strong for them, and they, they, just, they just got over the line. So, um Perfect. We'll take the opportunity just while we're waiting for this conversion to be taken uh, to go through the teams. And we'll start with uh, Chum Uchtarard and in the front row, Gronio O'Rourke, Duran Byrne and Abby Niwalia across the front row. While Abigail Gibbons and Laura Hastings are in the second row. Uh, across the back of the pack is Ava Lydon, Anna Larkin and Carly Tierney, who, as we said, had that break just moments ago. Uh, Rachel Forkin at scrum half while Emma Burns is at fly half and at the two wings Sarah Jane Fox captains the side and, ne- or, and Mia Lydon and Neil Lydon while in the centre Amy Burns is joined by Louise Cohen a late replacement for Ava Nidunica who uh, is out due to a broken finger yesterday the conversion no good for Toome so the score is 5-0 here uh, in the sports grounds and full back just for the Toome side is Neve Corliss am I fair is it fair to shorten it to Toome or is it very much Toome Uthorard 
Oh, it's very much too hard. <laughs> very much too hard. And they, uh, I know. Look, they're the two clubs that came together. You know, over the past uh, couple of years, um, I suppose the two lads were, were great friends and had daughters playing at that age group. So they, they joined forces and um, they they joined forces from youths all the way up to adult. And I suppose this is their first year fielding a a joint squad, and, and it's, it's great for them to. You know, to be here in a final in the sports ground, so it's very young side. You know, and uh, they're excited to see. So great hands there on the cumulative outside from the the scrum halfway. She's working. She's found a bit of space uh, before. Unfortunately, the ball knocked on, and it's going to be a scrum with a put into Sligo to go through the Sligo side. We'll go through the substitutes in just a moment with both teams. But across the front row, Rachel Enright number one, number two at hooker is Orla Evans. Ashling Feely is wearing the number three jersey. Uh, Midfield uh, in second row, even Jenny Craig and Joanne Williams, who is a late call up into that side. She replaces Eve England, who had been named in the side uh, yesterday. Victoria Lee, Michaela Watts uh, are in the flanker positions, while Shana, Shana Tiffany uh, is at number eight. It's scrum half Laura McIntyre, Aoife Gormley at fly half. The two wings, Emma Cox and Rachel McPartland. Clean O'Sullivan and Hannah Walsh Cairns in the centre, and Sophie Kingan, who had a fantastic try saving tackle just moments ago uh, at full back the subs for Sligo Rachel Dolan Shibro Callahan, John Williams now starts Megan Callahan, Etna Flanagan Rachel Duckian Emmy Hughes and Crea Flanagan complete the side quite interesting there Etna Flanagan the mother of Crea Flanagan so you might see a mother-daughter pairing on the pitch today in more than one game as well it's, it's a yeah. common enough occurrence in the sport but the subs for Trim Uthgerard uh, Brendan McCloherty Aoife O'Callaghan Charlotte O'Grady Anna Larkin Laura Hastings uh, Katie Craven and Pamela Devaney. Apologies, Laura Hastings was a late call in uh, to that starting 15 as well. So uh, it's all systems go here. Ball at midfield, just on the halfway line. Referee seeing something. It's going to be a, a knock on from Chumukdrard and Sligo will have to put in to the scrum. But it's a bright opening here. 5 0 to the Chumukdrard side after uh, six minutes on the clock, Wendy. Yeah, yeah. I think. You know, I, I know it was a quick score, but I know Sligo were definitely up for it, and um, you can see that they're not—they're not here to just make up the numbers. They, they want to go away with this cup, um, so uh, we'll see how, how the rest of the first half go. But uh, there's some fantastic players in Sligo. I know um, some of the players like Emma Cox now. Uh, she was come through the underage setup, and when she gets the ball in hand, she's a flyer. So I, I'm excited to. I'm excited to see her, uh, you know, get that ball and, and see what she can do with it. Um, but again, Chumthorard's defence is going to be very strong. So uh, I think they're uh, they're both up for it, and I think it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be an exciting final. And uh, I say both both squads are just delighted to be here. You know, get a chance to play in the sports club as well. So. Yeah, exactly. Laura McIntyre with the put into the scrum, but referee didn't like what she saw there. It's going to be a free kick to Chumthorard, and uh, again we see. Uh, Carly Tierney take the ball. She's uh, she's really grabbed the game by the scruff of the neck. Lo lovely hands there to Rachel Forkin, but uh, well controlled and they've recycled the ball back again. Forkin with the ball at the base of the rook. Out here on the wing to Neil Ivey. Ball recovered by Sligo, and that's great work there from number 12 from Emma Cox. And that's great strength from the centre from Sligo. Ball back outside now, in, out the lines, but it's been fumbled backwards potentially, but the ref says no. It just, Knocked on, it's going to be a scrum to the tomb just shy of the 10 meter line. And uh, but we've seen that kind of just the power of some of these girls is, is very impressive. Oh, absolutely! You know, they're uh, I think 
even from, let's say, if we look at some of the, the, the players that have come through the Palace under 18 setup, you know, the strength and conditioning that, the, that those girls were doing is, is apparent, you know, and, it's, and you can see there. Uh, there's probably some, some really good footballers involved with Sligo and, and again these are they're young strong players and you can see the, the athleticism in them that's the ball wide out there but it's just a bit loose uh, there in the, the pass and it's just bounced out over the line and uh, we've seen some really good stuff from Carly Tierney that's uncharacteristic uh, loose pass from her yeah it was just unfortunate it was just slightly forward there um, but we'll see how they can they steal this line now or Oh, you're going to, yeah, so there, see how the scrum goes. I think Sligo probably have a bit more of an advantage here in terms of the scrum, so we'll just see how this goes. Yeah, Sean Daly, the match referee, of course. Uh, it's great to see women officiating these games as well. Sean's been doing a great job. She's been involved in both men's and women's games, and I think she's, uh, she's one to watch in relation to her pathway in terms of refereeing. Good, clear instructions there, and the girls getting ready to scrum down and the ball comes back to the back and it's going to be Laura McIntyre again with the possession outside to her out half that's a good hands out to the line for Sligo and into the hands of uh, Hannah Walsh Kearns I think actually there's a number of changes in the, on the Sligo side they're not quite wearing the numbers in the back line that are in the programme we'll confirm that in just a moment but uh, good work there from Sligo on the far side as they cross the 10 metre line in their own half Laura McIntyre back outside uh, out to her out half Aoife Gormley that's been smothered up by Chiu Mukhtarard referee has stopped play we'll just see what happens now uh, she's obviously not happy with something she's seen from the Galway side and it's going to be a penalty to Sligo just on the 10 metre line in the centre of the pitch and a bit of ill discipline there from the, the Galway side has just maybe cost them possession yeah it just came in from the side there so you're talking about mother, mother-daughter combos and in, in, uh, I know that you the right right side you've got a few girls uh, a lot of sisters playing together here today you know, that have come through again the underage programme and are, are playing senior now which is uh, it's brilliant to see that pathway do you know that they're they're starting from minis and youths and they have that opportunity to play all the way up yeah Amy Burns and Emma Burns and of course uh, Karen Burns three sisters three on sisters, that team yeah. Yeah. and the Leiden girls as well um, so yeah, Neil Lydon and I think uh, there's an, another sister uh, in, the for, in the forwards, Ava Lydon. And of course their dad, part, Owen, part of the management team here in the club as well. But uh, it is Sligo with the possession at the moment as Aoife Gormley makes her way across uh, to take this penalty just inside the far side and she finds touch on the far side just inside the, actually not quite inside the uh, Tum Uclard half but it's going to be a Sligo put in. As we see uh, Orla Evans, vice-captain of the team today. Uh, two balls on the pitch. I think the two coaches are trying to see who can kick the ball further. The battle is on. I think Tune McDard won that by a couple of yards. <laughs> just. But. So you forgot me there that just uh, that kicked the ball out there. She, again, you know, talking about uh, minis and youths going all the way through. Her dad was instrumental in, in Gabriel Gormley and getting the... the um, the minis and youths up and running in, in Sligo and uh, she's here now playing the senior game so again, good work good work from Sligo there to uh, recover the, the ball that's good excellent work in the ruck from Sligo and Laura McIntyre has the ball in hand she finds uh, Emma Cox outside of that kick is blocked down but it has fallen in the hands of Hannah Welsh Kearns and she's got players outside of her at number 11 but unfortunately just can't control the ball and Keanu Sullivan the ball just it goes through her hands and out for a, a 
put in on the line out to Shum. Uh, and I think I'm just going to confirm the numbers there. I did get sent a, an updated version of the Sligo team. And in fact, it is Hannah Walsh Kearns as number 11 on the wing there. Um, with Clean O'Sullivan and Emma Cox in the centre. So uh, just a little bit of a reshuffle in the, the defence. She would be a huge loss, but I'd say it'll take a, an absolute. <laughs> I, I don't even want to. Yeah, I wouldn't even want to guess as to what would stop her playing the game. But like broken limbs might not even be enough to, to stop her. She's been impressive so far. The, the early burst we saw, what she's capable of. Uh, she found a gap in that Sligo defence, and in seconds she had acres of space. And only for a, a phenomenal tackle from the fullback Sophie Kingen, uh, it would have been uh, the opening try of the game. Of course, it is one try to nil here. Uh, unconverted, it's five points to zero in favour of Tum Uktarard. Uh, great try, uh, good work from Carly Tierney, as we mentioned. Uh, set up a, a touchdown for Amy Burns from close range, and she made no mistake uh, for the goal this side. It's a crooked throw in, and it's going to be a, a choice for Sligo now. What they do, it's going to be a scrum, and it's Lord McIntyre with the ball in hand. Come on, Sligo! And the just moved in a few yards in. And normally you see that because the pitch is getting cut up, but no such, <laughs> no such <laughs> issues in the sports grounds anymore. Of course, the new pitch, the new Astro pitch. Uh, from a, a practical point of view, what's been the reaction from players to the, the new surface and the new facilities here in the sports grounds? I think people love it. Uh, you know, I, I think it maybe it, it might have taken a bit of time to get used to, you know, the, but the quality is, is top notch, you know, and, and it's... Um, the people love it. Uh, you know, it's, yeah. Oh, that was a great tackle by number 10 there for Yeah, um, Emma Burns, or, uh, sorry, from, uh, great tackle. Yeah. Ani for Gormley, and that's uh, a good there. That's a powerful run there from Shanna Tiffany as she gets the ball back to Laura McIntyre. McIntyre outside to uh, Rachel Enright. Enright now to her prop partner, Ashling Feely. Feely makes good ground. We're nearly at the 22 for two Mukhtarad as the atmosphere begins to build here again. Outside again, that's good work from Gormley. Gormley inside to the hooker. Uh, Orla Evans, she makes a few yards and back to McIntyre again. McIntyre finds Gormley. We're going to see a lot of that. She's taken out of it. Uh, great tackle there from Amy Burns, but Emma Cox does make good ground for Sligo and uh, she's now going through. T tackle, but recycled for Sligo again and McIntyre at the back of the rook. She's got options left and right. She goes left. It's uh, Orla Evans, the hooker. She gets the ball. She's well held up by Galway side and it's going to be McIntyre again. Looks for other options. Gormley now. Outside to the prop, number one. Uh, Rachel Enright, Enright inside to her second row part, uh, Jenny Craig. The ball comes outside here to Gormley. Gormley inside then to number six, that's Victoria Lee. And unfortunately, uh, I didn't quite see what happened there, but it was a, a foul by Sligo, and it's going to be holding on, I think, on the ground, and it's going to be a penalty to Chumu uh, Clark. But we have a player down Ashling Feely we've actually two players down I think one's fixing the boot lace rather than an injury but uh, Ashling Feely just getting a bit of treatment there uh, she's been impressive too with, with ball in hand she's carried a couple she of has. times 
another one that's uh, Orla Evans has been has been very busy today. Um, I mean, she she cleared out a rook there. Uh, <laughs> Quite uh, with quite a lot of determination, put it that way, and uh, and with ball in hand, she's 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 active, you know, which it was great to see as a for her as a hooker. So yeah, it's, it's great to see her uh, five nil, of course, the score to Chumudrar. Uh, they lead in this women's plate final against Sligo Rugby Club. Uh, but it's great to see the, the girls on the field and uh, just looking at the the beaming smile of Hannah Walsh Cairns here as we just waiting for. Um, Ashling Feely, it's great to see kind of girls out here enjoying rugby and playing and, and being involved. Absolutely, like it's and what more you know to, to play all season, you know between Invitational Cup, the league, the cup, and now you know to, to, to wrap up your season here in the sports round and final. What, what more? What other way would you want to finish? You know, so. absolutely good kick there from I think it was Emma Burns. Uh, it's hard to tell the sisters apart sometimes. That <laughs> some of them look very similar. Um, it's in the genes, but. Uh, it's going to be a line-out for Jim McGuire just inside their half. It's much better from them. Ball does break loose, though, and it's going to be up to the scrum half. That's uh, Rachel Forkin to, to recover, but she can't. She's small, but I wouldn't... Uh, I'd say she's well able to... Yeah, she's well able to compete. I think she's so... She's she's small in stature, but a heart of a line. I, you know, in attack, in defence, she's, she's great. I, I really like her. You know, and she's she's been so important for this to to the right side, um, and great to see her out here today. It's going to be a Sligo scrum just inside the uh, tune ten meter line. As the referee just prepares the scrum and the ball comes in, not quite back as they'd like, but it is now at the back of the number eight's foot, and good work there into Gormley at our half outside. A good handoff there from Emma Cox and Tino Sullivan. She finds a teammate well picked there at the base of the scrum by Shanna Tiffany. And Tiffany now gets the ball back to McIntyre. McIntyre back out again. Good work there. Uh, great little burst there from Tiffany. That's a fantastic run from Emma Cox. Uh, she's taken down about 10 yards shy of the line, but this is the best we've seen from Sligo so far. Good work inside to the props. Uh, Rachel Enright gets the ball back to Laura McIntyre now. Uh, McIntyre swallowed up by three or four two players. Tries to get the ball back. And we've got a prop out, out at the scrum half. Ashling Freely gets the ball, picks and goes from the base, taken down by the first tune tackle. And Sligo now in possession. They're about seven or eight yards short of the line. They're five points behind in this game. That's good work from Shanna Tiffany. And she gets the ball now five yards short. Sligo making good progress as we get closer, closer to the line. But the ref is seeing something. It's going to be a penalty to Sligo, and they're quite happy with that result. They're five meters from the line. And they're they're physically very strong, Sligo, you know, and, and they're going to be in here for a try. It's a good burst from Sligo, and that's a try. Referee loses their footing, but the arm is up. That's all that matters. Uh, didn't quite see who got that touchdown, but I think it looks to be Shanna Tiffany potentially. I believe it is, yeah. Uh, great piece of skill from Sligo, and they've an awkward conversion now uh, from maybe seven or eight yards in from the sideline, ten yards in from the sideline. It's going to be a awkward for them to convert as uh, Emma, as Cleano Sullivan comes to take the kick um, we see this a lot in the women's game just maybe the 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 power from the tee is just maybe not quite what we would expect to see from watching the game on TV yeah I suppose look, you'd be surprised sometimes you think you know being a, a lot of people come from football backgrounds would be you know maybe 
slotting it over. But again, at the same time, but, I look at some some of the, some of the players that I'm looking at Nicole Fowley from Galwegians. She could she, she could kick a ball. Kickers a bit amaze me. I I played as a prop. I couldn't kick snow off a rope. But, but like Nicole can slot it over. Do you know what? I love it. I was about to say one of the nicest things to eat is humble pie. Uh, that's an impressive kick, but just falls short of the target. But um, a really impressive kick there from uh, Keanu Sullivan, and we're level. It's five points apiece. We've 20 minutes on the clock. Uh, it's a bright, bright start for both sides. We really have a game on here now, Andy. Absolutely, yeah. And it's you know, it's it's kind of uh, I I noticed that the Sligo side there's there's youth, but there's also a, a bit of experience. You know, and even though the girls and Jimmy Gerard they have experience from playing from from minis and youths, but they're also a very young side, do you know? So um, we'll see we'll see how this goes, but again, no one's rolling over here. They're they're both up for it. And Ab- when Sligo gets the ball in hand, they're, they're dangerous. Absolutely. Laura McIntyre now the base of the rook inside the own her own half. Um, she's very accurate with that pass, even if it looks laboured from the back, it but it does get its target every time. It does, it does yeah. Um, Good just work. if they could get the ball out a bit more, I think they'd be Good work there from Rachel Enright, recycles the ball, and that's good hands uh, from, I think it looks to be uh, Orla Evans again. Uh, she's been impressive in carrying the ball so far from the hooker position, but she's always willing to be that first receiver from the back of the rook as well. So, a penalty to Sligo, just outside their own 22 in the centre of the pitch. Uh, just maybe a little bit of indecision as to what's going to happen here from a Sligo point of view, but Shanna Tiffany has decided she's taken responsibility, she picks and goes. And she rumbles into the Toome girls and she's taken down the ground. That's good work by Toome to recover that, but it comes back on the Sligo side. And again, Evans in possession. She finds a player outside and that's good work. Uh, taken out in the kick, but the ball goes through almost the halfway. Um, recovered there by number four. I think that's Jenny Craig for Toome. Uh, good work from them. And well cleaned out of the look as we see... Uh, Rachel Forkin recycling the ball there. But Sligo have recovered that again and it's once more it's Rachel Enright. She's had an impressive opening in 20 minutes as well, but unfortunately there referee has seen something's gonna be a free kick to Chum uh, Wutrard on the 10 meter line inside the Sligo half. And uh, ref just having a little word with Orla Evans. But it's gonna be a scrum down just inside the Sligo half. Uh, I'm not quite sure. You might be able to shed some light on what we what happened there, Wendy. Quite sure now. Um, I know it's like we were asking Sean Daly there a few questions as to kind of what was going on, but I, I was looking at the team sheet now. What is going on? So sorry. No problem. <laughs> missed, missed that. <laughs> uh, it's going to be Rachel Corkin with possession. And scrum set and ball is fed in and comes back out in front. I picked by number eight, and that's good work there. Uh, attempted handoff by Carly Turney, but it's a good work from Sligo to hold on to Rachel Corkin. Finds her. Neve Corliss outside her but she's forced back another great tackle by Sophie Kingen and she's been impressive in defence so far this game for Sligo uh, running across pitch here a good kick there from the number 10 Emma Burns and she finds a player outside but it just bounces awkwardly for Sarah Jane Fox on the far side and the, the captain of the two moved to outside does recycle the ball but not quite as maybe the advantage she would have had had that bounce been kinder for her great to see Sarah Jane back I mean Sarah Jane would have been involved with underage um, and involved with Connacht and she um, she was out with injury for a long long time and uh, came back full strength this year and she's made a massive impact to, to Tune Thrard and uh, and just 
a great person. You know, lo lovely girl, and uh, her mother, Sarah Jean, uh, Natalie. Uh, Natalie, sorry, um, heavily involved with underage setups as manager, and is currently then with the Irish underage teens as a manager. You know, so uh, I'd say that rugby is never <laughs> is never off topic in in the house. Uh, you know, they're uh, they're busy. Of course. Um it has to be said, Chumuktar did win the league this year within Connacht. So, uh, a side that are well used to the the big occasion and, and the big day out, and, and they've, they've done it really well. But today they've taken the field without Avon McDonagh, who it's a big loss for them. Yeah, I was just talking there to her dad. He just he, the uh, it, it, it wasn't quite broken, but it just couldn't play today. Do you know? So, um, but she uh, yeah, a, a massive loss. It was. These girls, for some of these girls, this is not going to be their only day in the sports ground. You know, they're they're a young squad, they're a young side, um, and what's coming what's coming in the future for them is bright. So there's going to be, they're going to be here a lot of times either with uh, their club side or or provincial sides. Absolutely, is Chimo Dwyer now? Games restarted and it's going to be Rachel Forkin at the back of the rook, 22 meters out from the Sligo goal. Uh, a little bit of a kick out there potentially, uh, but Sligo recovered the ball. Uh, it's good work there. It looks to be Shannon Tiffany, I think, again, who's uh, got possession. And Sligo, the ball has fallen on the far side, though, but it's going to be a penalty to Sligo. Uh, something illegal there, a referee pointing to one of the Tumuktar players. Uh, came in from the side, it looks to be. And it's going to be uh, Sligo who have possession uh, just maybe halfway between the 22-meter line and the 10-meter line and in the centre of the pitch. But We've seen a lot of that kind of straight down the middle from both sides, but when, we, when they've got it wide, both look like they have the capacity to, to do damage they have the speed they have the pace it's just I, I saw one pace it's just that, that you know one off runner you know take it up and go and when the minute like the minute uh, Emma Cox got the ball you know she she was she ran half the pitch practically you know so um, I think if both sides were just able to get the ball out to the wings a bit more um, there'll be more points on scoreboard for both yeah McIntyre to Gormley again and outside to uh, good hands there from the Sligo side Emma Cox now in possession uh, Sophie King comes into the line that's a good distance from her she's been about 10 or 15 yards for Sligo as she pushes down the pitch she recycles the ball back back. Uh, but coming in uh, looks to be a penalty there coming for Sligo and it is indeed another player in from the side there for Toome Uchterard and just uh, maybe that little bit of discipline just yeah. missing at the, the breakdown that's two or three penalties coming in from the side now and um, they'd want to they'd want to just get their discipline right because it's going to cost them down the line uh, it's going to be points on the board or you know the position on the pitch they just need to stamp that out straight away uh, 26 minutes on the clock as the referee just has a word uh, with the captain for she calls the girls in just for a little bit of a conflab just to say sort out whatever it is but yeah. that we're not doing right yeah, exactly. um, it's one of the advantages in this sport is the communication from why why things are going against you with decisions it, it makes it easier to stomach sometimes when things aren't going your way yeah, exactly <laughs> sometimes sometimes not all the time uh, that ball not quite got the distance it does indeed it's just just found touch uh, good work there from Sligo they've moved the ball down into the Chimuk throughout half the score of course here still level five points apiece one try each um, Amy Burns with a try very early on for Chimuk Durard and that was cancelled out by a a great effort from Shanna Tiffany uh, on about 20 minutes or so into the game. So it's been a great line out there from Sligo. Uh, Gormley now with ball in hand and she's outsider to Kane O'Sullivan. O'Sullivan out to Emma Cox. Emma Cox does find Sophie King and she's been impressive so far. A couple of 
both attacking and defending. She's made some really good interventions in, in the game, but it's come back to McIntyre now. McIntyre finds Gormley again, and they've been a reliable half-back pair as the ball goes into number four for Jenny Craig, and she has just pushed through that two move through our defence. Comes back to McIntyre. McIntyre, Gormley again. Gormley outsider to number six. That's uh, Victoria Lee. She carries well. But the referee deems she's overheld the ball, and it's going to be a, a penalty to... I was about to say the home side because we're in Galway, but it's, there, it's not their home either. Uh, to uh, to We do have a change here on that side, and that's going to be number 20, uh, Karen Burns, the third sister of the, the family. She comes in to replace... Uh, I can't quite see the number here of the girl who's coming off, but I think it's maybe one of the second rows. Abigail, sorry, no, Abigail, Abigail Gibbons. So Abigail Gibbons there, replaced by Karen Burns uh, at the moment, and she looks just to be carrying a bit of a knock, potentially, but... Um, yeah, Abigail's a great little player. She came through Claremore's, you know, like, I suppose Chew Gerard would be... Um, with our players from obviously two men in Thurard, but are also collect you know getting players from the neighbouring clubs that might just not be in a position yet to have their adult teams up and running. So Abigail um, played all the rugby in in Camars. Camars are a great club, you know they've done they've done great work. Yeah. Great hands there from Sligo's to get the ball out. Emma Cox now with the ball in midfield out the far side. Sophie King and now Rachel McIntyre outsider, and she's got pace to burn. Uh, Gaelic footballer as well in County Leitrim. We'd uh, have been, we'd be familiar with her on the platform uh, from her exploits with Leitrim and with Drum Kieran. But that ball has gone out on the far side and it's going to be a put in for uh, goal, uh, for Chum Utrard just inside the Sligo half. And uh, promising there from Sligo every time they get that ball, get it wide, they really look like they have the, the capability of damaging uh, Chum Utrard. But the defence has been resolute. They're just there. They're kind of drifting a bit when they're taking the ball on, so they're they're getting the ball, but they come across. You know, it's supposed to kind of try and fix the defender and pass that ball out. So, um, you know, because the space and, and even then, just a couple of minutes ago, I think if they had gotten the ball out wide, and there was one tune for our defender, and all attack was Sligo. Kick from Sligo now as they turn that uh, line out over, and it's going to be 14 on this side. That's uh, Mia Lydon. She's uh, been smothered up on the far side. Karen Tierney, or Harley Tierney, has been smothered up on the far side as Rachel Forkin looks to rebuild another attack here. Um, in fact, it's Tierney on the ball now as the ball comes outside, back inside from Forkin, and she gets uh, smothered up there. Number five, Laura, uh, Laura Hastings. Ball goes back out. Um, very often you see a prop receiving the ball from the back of a rook, but. It, uh, she does a good hands to get the ball wide but it's going to break on the far side there for um, number 13 for oh, the name escapes me now but um, it's a replacement for, uh, Louise Cohen actually is wearing 13 today a late replacement for Avery Duncan but a great break through there for and a great tackle from uh, Emma Cox and she's been impressive going forward but that's really really good and she's turned the ball over for Sligo and they've got the ball back they're in, halfway to the 22 metre line inside the half Gormley with good hands there at her feet to pick up and it's great work there from the number 12, Fiona Sullivan. She's got round the last defender and that's a great score for Sligo. In under the post and you can hear from the crowd around us I'd imagine uh, that is the lead score for Sligo. It's 10 points to 5 here 
Um, great run from Trina O'Sullivan. She took got in and just just had the legs to get past Neve Corliss at the back there and touchdown between the posts. You know, and that, that all came from a great Emma Cox tackle, you know, in the midfield there, and uh, just so impressive. Like Emma, when she when she tackles, I've never seen a girl tackle the way she's just so committed and lovely to see. And from her work there, the ball the, out came the ball and. And uh, there was there was a try, so fair place, great great score. Not content with just scoring the try, Clean O'Sullivan just picked the tee up, and she's going to try and uh, and kick the ball here. Um, a few people in the crowd not quite sure of the rules. I think they're asking how close can she bring it. She can bring it as close as she wants. Uh, and you can bring it back as far as you want as well. But uh, how far can you bring it back? You can go as back as far as you want, but. No, nobody's, that sadistic. <laughs> nobody's that sadistic to themselves uh, we're relatively straight in front of the posts here Clean us home and ball falls off the tee not quite sure what the rule is but it's going to be someone to go in and hold that looks to it's be Rachel uh, Rachel McPartland has gone up to, uh, to hold that for her uh, very quick to volunteer as a kid watching rugby that was always the one position I loved was the, was the guy who held the ball in the wind <laughs> It's like, I want to do that. There's less running involved than that. Clean O'Sullivan here with the ball on the tee, just in front of the posts. And, uh, it is a bit windy here. It's hard to judge, but O'Sullivan, that's a great kick from her. And she's hit the post. Uh, so no good in terms of that. It's come back, back off the post, but um, impressive from the boot. Clean O'Sullivan. Oh, Clean O'Sullivan. Not fair. She's, uh, I, mean, I know football is not the heavily involved in, in, in football. Um, but great to see her on the pitch here today. Yeah, she's a former under-18 player with Connacht as well, of course, uh, currently studying in Dublin, uh, but still with Sligo, and a uh, hugely valued member of the squad. Accomplished uh, LGFA football player as well. So uh, we see that a lot in, across all the girls' codes in terms of uh, intermixing between the teams. Uh, and, of course, it's uh, roll-on, roll-off subs here. So we're seeing... Um, Sarah Jane Fox, the captain, just making way for the moment. I didn't actually see who came on for it. I think it's number 17, that's Efo Callahan. Uh, but that would not make a whole pile of sense in terms of positionals. Maybe there's more than one change, but it does appear to be uh, Efo Callahan who's come in. She'll go into the middle of the scrum for, to act as the hooker for this. A scrum now just inside the uh, Sligo 10 meter line. The pull in appears to be Fortune Utrard. Yeah, the ball is in the hands of Rachel Forkin on the far side of the scrum. But the, the weather promised bad today. It's actually not too bad in the end. Uh, coming. We've been lucky enough. <laughs> saving it for the men later <laughs> in the day. The men later. <laughs> yeah. They prefer to play in the wet. Saw some interesting photographs from, uh, from Sligo last week. Uh, they played a game in Malahide and uh, they look like the abominable snowman coming off the pitch, but that's part and parcel of the, of the game in, in March and April. Yeah. Rachel Forkin now puts the ball in the scrum as well, worked back and picked at the back by Carly Tierney, and she picks and goes and finds a bit of space there. Great tackle on the Sligo side, but good hands here. Back to Rachel Forkin and it ends up in the hands of Amy Burns, and she protects the ball, but they've got it back on the tune with the right side. Good work there by the, the prop, Abby Niwalia, and she's taken down, but illegally so around the neck a high tackle by uh, the Sligo player I think it might have been uh, Clean O'Sullivan the try scorer who uh, 
give away that penalty, but it's going to be a, a scrum instead. They've elected to scrum again. We've seen really good work from that combination of Rachel Forkin and, and at the back of the the scrum number eight Carly Tierney that pick and go seems to be really effective so I haven't really had an answer to that yet no they work really really well together and he's uh, they've been playing together for so long I said they don't even need to they know exactly where they're going to be and when so uh, I suppose that's the beauty of playing with players for you know e- even though they're they're still a young side they've been playing together for a long time and you can see that that interconnection that they have it's, uh, it's a good scrum here and now Sligo put the pressure on and that really under pressure here ball comes out and it's good work for, to keep that ball and good work by Rachel Forkin to get the ball back and now we see number 21 that's Pamela Devaney she's new in that might be the sub that happened just a few moments ago but it's going to be number 3 Abby Nirali she's gone a little bit rogue across the field backwards but they've kept possession that's the most important thing at this stage as uh they go again. Good work there from Amy Burns. Scored the try early on for them. She finds her sister Emma. Players outside again. That's Harley Tierney. Tierney finds a winger outsider. Cuts inside. It's uh, That's Louise Cohen. Another well-established Gaelic footballer. Convert from Gaelic and, and Camogie. And she's been... Number 21 came in Katie Craven. And she just wasn't oh, she was down as 22 on the, on the original team list. So uh, it was indeed Katie Craven, Pamela Devaney not on the, the list today. Uh, although, pause, probably here, but not on the list. Looking at the bench there, I can't really see her. She might be around One of the more experienced members of the side. Um, I've, been, I've been told, I've been told uh, by... Uh, the, the people that we spoke to Owen Lydon in, in Tune McLaren that uh, this was due to be her her swan song her final but then you know some women when it comes to sports they just can't quite get out of that dressing room can they um, we see them coming back year after year after year it's just it's it's as much of the social side of the sport that's important as the actual and the physical activity side of things as people do go into maybe they're, they're older phase of their career shall we say it is it's, 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 it's tough like you know it's tough to make that decision to to hang up your boots you know like I, I suppose I was in that position where I was playing for uh, I finished playing I think I was about 37 um, but I tried to finish it earlier but there was just a shortage of pops at the time some people was called up to the Irish squad and you know they were stuck so you kind of did it but um, and you loved it you know it's, it's it, it is uh, you do have to make that call though at one stage, you know, but it, it's a difficult call to make um, because it is your friends, it's camaraderie, it's training twice a week in games, it's and it's, it's something I, I definitely miss, you know, this being part of it. And that's uh, we're down under pressure here for, for Sligo. There's been a knockout, I think it's an advantage Sligo at the moment, uh, potentially. Nope. It's on the Sligo line is Chim Utrard and it's cleared. It's good work there from Sligo. They did get the ball clear, but it's bounced straight into the hands of 13. That's uh, Louise Cohn. Again, the late replacement for the team that was announced yesterday, but she's come in and she's stepped in very well. It's a great tackle there from Emma Cox. We saw a tackle converted into a try moments ago. Uh, it won't be directly from that. Another tackle from Emma Cox. She's everywhere at the moment. Uh, really impressive. Looks to maybe hurt herself in that, but it's been turned over and we've seen that, as we said, turn into scores for the Sligo side. It won't be again this time. 21 is Hannah, uh, Katie Craven. And that's good work from Clayne O'Sullivan and that midfield at 12 and 13 in the centre for, for Sligo have been probably the standout of the game so far. 
she's been she's been very physical for this whole that tackle now throughout into the push Katie Tierney into touch now and um, flip her kind of upside down but uh, Katie's well able to take it anyway she's tough so um, yeah, she was probably unlucky to miss out on the starting position today, but uh, broke her nose a couple of weeks ago in the league final and just back in action today, but um, fairly resilient and, and, and well back at this stage of the competition. So uh, Sligo again, just get the decision and it's going to be a scrum for them. They'll have to put it. As, uh, Laura McIntyre has the ball in her possession and she's preparing to get uh, her teammates ready and set for the scrum as the referee Sean Daly just uh, checks with the line to keep an eye on uh, on something I think the linesman just uh, Sean she's in charge of everything she's keeping everyone in, in track including <laughs> her own officials she's dead right take no messing from anybody uh, good feed there from the scrum half as it comes back to her at the base of the scrum uh, Gormley on that's in Emma Cox and the power she's hit three players and didn't really even feel it it's uh, phenomenal work from her back to McIntyre McIntyre outsider good work there from one of her teammates number four that's Jenny Craig as she advances a couple of metres back to McIntyre at the base of the rook we've seen a very um, systematic approach from Sligo here just get those hard yards and, and go again phase after phase after phase and there's no messing it's just uh, get the job done they lead ten points to five here two tries to one as the ball breaks to Emma Cox there. She's been impressive. Good work from Clayton O'Sullivan now in possession. She's uh, on her own, needs a bit of support. Emma Cox does arrive. Good work from her to defend it. Laura McIntyre again inside to her prop. And that's uh, Rachel Enright. She's been quiet for the last few minutes, but was impressive in the early exchanges of the game. Ball comes back to the base of the rook, and it's McIntyre again looking for the ball to come. But the ref has seen something. It's going to be a timeout here. Player down, I think. Another heart of a line, just like Rachel Vorkin, you know, she's uh, she's going to take a breather now and see how she feels. Yeah, so Katie Craven comes out of the game, but it's Dominica Lukasic. I probably butchered that name, but uh, that's, I, that's my interpretation of the, the name. I hope I'm not too bad on that, but she uh, comes on to play on the wing on the far side. And it looks like uh, their centre is gone to um, Louise Cohn, has moved to, uh, to full back potentially in, in that little just a shift around of the defensive unit as uh, Sligo lead 10 points to 5 and they're on the attack here with a scrum just on the 22 for Tumuk Gerard it's been a really impressive game from both sides Tumuk of course won that league uh, final about 5 weeks ago here against Westport Sligo weren't really in the shake up although they, they were kind of there thereabouts didn't make the final but there's so many teams in this grade that are oh, from the number 8 and that's Shanna Tiffany with that first try for Sligo. She's on the break again. A good work there. McIntyre goes herself, but it's a knock-on, unfortunately, from Jenny Craig. And just ball probably came out her a little bit quicker than she expected out of the tackle uh, from McIntyre. And just Craig unable to take control of the ball. It's a knock-on. It's going to be a scrum and a relieving. Probably a let-off there for Chumuk. Oh, yeah. yeah. 
I think they, they just need to regroup now a bit, you know, I think they, they that second score now is kind of shaping them a little bit, so they just need to regroup and, and refocus on, on stuff. But slide up and playing smart, like you said, you know, they're taking it up the middle, suck, sucking them in, and then getting the ball out to the speedsters and off they went, you know, so... 43 minutes on the clock or 44 minutes even on the clock as we speak but uh, of course the game stopped as we go um, it's not a real time clock in, no. in the game of rugby but uh, very close to half time now I'd imagine uh, a few stoppages in that first half but, but probably next play would probably end it as the ball goes loose and that's a, a loose pass can they keep it in a bit of a mistake there from there from Jimmy Gerard and they're going to be taken down and it's going to be a is that the half time? I was very lucky with the halftime whistle there for Jim McDermott. They'd be quite relieved to see that. Just a, I kind of got caught in the hop there, but basically the ball from the scrum half, uh, a bit wild, uh, evaded the out half's reach and it almost trickled out over the dead ball line. The Jim McDermott girl at the back, um, number 13, Louise Cohn, did recover the ball, uh, tackled uh, and brought down, but the referee, rather given uh, possibly a five metre scrum, has, uh, has blown for half time and I think. Sligo might be uh, aggrieved with that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like she had the ball in behind in behind the try line there and was struggling to get it out, and Sligo were all over it. You know, so I I don't really know what happened there, but um, I'd say they're all happy now to get a bit of a breather because it's been an intense first half. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> it is half time here in the sports grounds. A very entertaining game. Uh, the first of two women's finals the first of three finals completely uh, here in the sports grounds today of course Galwegians do face uh, the University of Galway women's rugby team uh, at 1.30 this afternoon just uh, two hours time or so uh, still plenty of time if you're hanging around Galway looking to get to a game come down there's tickets available you can get them online uh, do come down and, and support the game and support the teams uh, particularly if you're in the region and, and interested uh, to what's going on here in the sports grounds today I'm Breffney Early and I'm here with Wendy Hickey of course Wendy your day job is as a women's development officer um, with Connacht Rugby it's an exciting time for women's rugby I know the Six Nations is on at the moment maybe not the results we'd like a lot of discussion about uh, where women's rugby is going but I think it's also as well as maybe uh, a bit of soul searching there's also an opportunity here for maybe shaping the future of the game and the sport what's what's your day to day like what, what's your take on how things are going with women's rugby at the moment look it's on the rise like things are positive I know people can you can either focus on the negative or focus on the positive I think there's a lot of positive that's, that's coming you know um, and I think people can't expect results straight away you know there's been an introduction we have to be patient you know and, and the pathways are, are being put in place a lot of it is very new you know so they need to find their feet, get it right, and then, you know, it might take three or four years, but we have to be patient. We can't expect, you know, changes overnight, you know, and um, so, look, for me, I know I can speak for both myself and Emer, Emer O'Dowd is uh, what is the an officer for North Connacht, you know, there's been a lot of work, I think, put in by clubs um, over the past couple of years, or past 20 years, really, because I suppose I would have started in 2004 as a women's development officer, and um, you know, going around Galway at the time, you know, there was only Galwegians women's team. Like at the, you know, everybody else, there were teams, but they folded. And you know, and I was just going around Galway City with a, an O'Neill's bag with cones and balls and tags and doing tag rugby in secondary schools. You know, and just trying to get it up and running. So it was kind of a clear blank canvas. And then clubs got, like the likes of Westport and Ballinasloe and Ballina got involved at youth level, and then more clubs got involved. And it was just to kind of maybe open the eyes to clubs and say, you know, this is a great opportunity for you as a club to get girls rugby up and running. And then, 
you know, it, it, it was a long, it was a hard slog, I won't lie, you know, to, to kind of change those those perceptions and, and trying to get it up and running. But then it took off, you know, and clubs really got behind it and, and, and saw the benefit of it. And now, you know, there's we have 26 clubs in Connacht and 24 of the 26 have girls rugby in some way, shape or form, be it mini, youth or adult or all the way through. And like we're looking here, you know, Sligo have a full pathway from, from minis all the way up. You know, Tuesday are, are, are working together um, to, to kind of get that pathway right, you know. So it's, um, I like like that provincially, like we've worked really hard to fully integrate the women's game within the, the, the Connacht setup. Um, so in terms of, you know, um, fixtures, everything is done centrally. You know, there, it's not like a separate committee looking after it. It's, it's male and female together. Equal. Equal, you know. Um, and even in relation to the resources that have been towards, say, the interprovincial sides, like we work really hard making sure you know we have a summer program that's in line as well at the same, you know, you have the same facilities, and, and that's the right way. Do you know? We shouldn't be surprised with it, but at the same time, it's it's the way forward, and, I, and we work really, really hard to make sure that that the balance is right, and um, that every girl you know that, that has that potential. Uh, to push on is given all the right tools to be able to do so. And in terms of the programs that are out there, say there's people listening to this who are um, maybe they're a parent of a girl who's interested in rugby or they're the girl themselves and they're not quite sure maybe of the steps of where they can go to yeah. link in with the local club. What are the resources there for, for those type of players? Well, the IRF, you don't have to give it a try program that starts in April and it, it's, we have 18 clubs in Connacht that are doing it. So it's, it's a program that's it's geared for 8 to 14 year olds. But some clubs have kind of extended that to 16s and 18s, you know, based on what they can provide as, as um, uh, within the club with the volunteers and stuff. So that's kicking off uh, in two weeks' time in the 18 clubs. All the information is on the website. So it's a great opportunity because it's geared for girls who have never played rugby before. So it can be quite daunting. Eight, uh, eight to 14. Okay. Uh, but some clubs have kind of gone eight to 16 or 10 to 14. They, they, clubs are, are a bit different, but they're all publicizing it up on, on their social media uh, pages and, and the details are all online. But it's a great way. It's girls who have never played rugby before. Because like I said, it can be daunting if you've never played to rock up to a club where people are playing already. So this is it's, it's to give it a try. It's an eight-week program. Um, we'll be running a few kind of non-contact non blitzes throughout just to give those girls a chance to play it's been extremely successful in, in our clubs anyway and across the country uh, there's 85 clubs that are doing it and we've got 18 of those uh, doing it in college so delighted with that Excellent, well listen, the, the two teams have just broken from their huddles uh, as we prepare for the second half, it's 10 points to 5 in favour of Sligo as uh, we look to have a couple of players who've uh, come off Shanae Shanna Tiffany is straight. I haven't seen that name before. I'm not going to lie. Shanna Tiffany is making way for the second half, as is Eva Gormley and Rachel McCartland. They both, uh, all three, have come off. Um, we'll bring you details of who's replaced them in just a couple of moments on the Sligo side. But it looks to be uh, potentially Etna Flanagan who's come into the equation there, uh, formerly of Cavan and Etna Skillen, back with Sligo after. Uh, a, great, a break here and, and another one who's been tagged as potentially playing her last game of competitive rugby today but again we'll see how that pans out a knock on there from uh, and it looks to be Karen Burns who unfortunately has uh, just mishandled that but it's uh, going to be a chance here 22 has come in for Sligo that's Emmy Hughes and Rachel Guckian also in the 
Uh, Rachel Gokian has come into the equation uh, in the second row, uh, while Enya Hughes uh, will, has come in as well there on the wing for Sligo. Uh, there is a third sub as well, uh, maybe four, because I think I see Michaela Watts sitting on the bench there as well. Uh, a Galway girl were playing with Sligo, joined the, them this year. Uh, good work there, great. We now have Sophie Kingham has moved into out half position and she has played there this season already uh, but she's been impressive two try saving tackles in that first half particularly early on when potentially uh, Chiu Mukhtar threatened to really take over uh, in the early exchanges so it really settled Sligo and got them back into this game as Laura McIntyre again looking for Kingham good hands from her but she's been absolutely poleaxed in that tackle and wins the penalty as I think there was an offside and a high tackle combination there but uh, McIntyre again goes in. Oh, and that's a crunch and tackle. Uh, I haven't seen it like that in the women's game before, but that's a fairly aggressive tackle. I'd be surprised if she gets up herself uh, after that. Uh, Laura McIntyre, she's struggling. I think she may have hurt herself in that process, but Sophie King on out. Outside to Cox. And the Flanagan in possession now. Uh, she's put powering through. Takes two of them to bring her down, but that's good. Hands back to Rachel Guckian. Guckian inside to Emma Cox or even Cleano Sullivan who got that second try for Sligo Sophie Kingham now is pushing through and she's inside the 22 for them uh, we're seeing Rachel uh, Laura McIntyre is under pressure she's uh, not quite got up back to her feet as uh, we see Victoria Lee step in as a replacement scrum half a loose pass there but it's going to be Cleano Sullivan at the Flanagan but the ref has indeed called time there uh, Laura McIntyre that was some hit and uh, she hurt herself, I think, more than she hurt the other girl. I think she was rather blown the traps fairly, fairly angry. As you put it, but even Molly again, another great little player. She's, she's gone up to Dublin now, but she's um, she did a lot of her rugby in Corinthians, you know, um, position four. Like a lot of the clubs, just they decided, you know, if there wasn't rugby for them currently in their club, they, they gravitated towards Chimitrard. So. Um, but Ava, Ava came out of the block there, full tilt, and yeah, tackled it hard. I think it was even the impact of herself going into yeah. Ava was probably half the problem there, but there was a, a collision of, I think I heard, I felt it up here, we're about 50 <laughs> metres away from it, uh, but uh, all joking aside, uh, I hope she's okay, but she was on her feet, but she, I think she may just take a little breather here uh, and come off, and there is a, a change as uh, appears to be yeah, Ava just came up so quick I think she wasn't expecting yeah Michaela Watts comes back in and she come back in to uh, come into the team but uh, I think we'll see a bit of a breather here for Laura McIntyre she just needs a she's fine she is, she is up and, and standing and walking but it's just I'd say she's fairly winded after that she might just need a bit of a, a breather but Sligo in possession. So you might explain the rule there when the referee blows it up, but no, just for player welfare, it's a scrum to restart? Or uh, Yeah, it would probably be whoever had the ball, you know. Yeah. Um, Sligo were in possession at the time. So, they, yeah, so. so we're about ha- uh, halfway in the middle of the field. Laura McIntyre just uh, making her way off the field. Uh, it's a fairly heavy impact between herself and uh, Abby Iniwalia. But she's uh, seems to be okay, but just um, 
precautionary, just taking her out of the action for the time being. It's a cool enough day here in the sports grounds. It's fairly open at the best of times, but we're in the best spot. Yeah, <laughs> we're, 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 we're fairly protected here in the press box. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's going to be slight. It's a day in, in the sports ground. If it was any other way, it wouldn't be a day in the sports ground. <laughs> that is true. Sligo lead here for ten points to five. They've got possession of a scrum on the twenty-two. As Sophie Kingham takes the ball there, but intercepted. That's an opportunity now. And Chimuthra, can she go the length of the field? And that is. Louise Cohn, she's got, or even, no, it's Neve Corliss, and that's a fantastic tackle there. Uh, Neve Corliss looked to be in, but a great tackle there from the 13. That's Emma Cox again, she's been so, so impressive. There is a penalty here to Toom. Uthrad uh, is about 10 yards shy of the, the line, dead centre in the field, but what a try saving tackle there for Emma Cox. Emma, such speed, you know, and she's, and again, another another one, loads of heart, and like, there was no way in her mind that Neve Cordes was going to cross that line. Neve Cordes, a great little burst from her. She did get into space, but just the pace and tenacity of Emma Cox has forced uh, the tackle, and it's going to be a scrum now. Shane uh, Wuthard, who have enjoyed a lot of uh, joy from the back of this scrum uh, through uh, Carly Tierney's pick and goes, and Sligo haven't been able to deal with these in the short term we're close enough where that could result in a score here if they get it right yeah. um, just looking just looking there they the small side I thought I thought Sligo would be dominating the scrums a lot more just with their with the power, the power of the Sligo but like you know she was around a whole lot of those scrums um, so Sligo Sligo done well there they found touch from uh they won that scrum, they, they got the ball back and cleared it, and it's now on the 10 metre line just inside their own half. Uh, the the line has been a bit inconsistent, I think. Chimuthrard probably just only shooting maybe one and two, 50% from the line out, but it's. Uh, we, we've seen a few uh, crooked throws, whatever, from Chum in particular, but that's much better from them, and it comes back on their side. Oh, but a knock on there potentially. I think the first one was probably backwards, the second one not so much. Just a bouncing ball evaded the scrum half and it's going to be a, a put in to the scrum to Sligo. Cartina's great. Cartina is great in the, in the line-up. You know, when she jumps, she'd, she'd be a delight to lift. But she's just, she's just easy to lift, you know. But um, well, it's just, yeah, it's just, I suppose, a combination between the throw and maybe just the timing of it. It's just not on today. So, replacement scrum half for Sligo. Prepares to put the ball in. Uh, a nice competition for the ball in there between the two front rows but it's now uh, Victoria Lee who started the game in the back row now playing at scrum half uh, after the departure of Rora McIntyre to that injury but Sligo have won a penalty here just inside their own half and it's a very competitive game both sides there's no quarter asked or given in this encounter Sliders really going to go down to the whistle. You know, you, you can't call it. Yeah. Yeah. Good touch there for Sligo, and it's just a, a brought play inside the, the Chumutar half, and it's going to be a 10 meter line out. A line out on the 10 meter line, even, I should say, uh, for put in for the Sligo side, of course, from the penalty. They get their own put in. Again, it's just a, it's a bit of a discipline from Chumutar while you're working, caught that game. 
the Sligo, the Sligo replacement hooker, Rachel Dolan, forgetting she has to throw the ball. <laughs> has to be reminded by the linesman. That's a great steal on the far side by Tim Gerard. Rachel Forkin, uh, probably learning from the mistake the last time with the knock-on, lets it bounce and ends up with the ball on the far side. And Neve Corliss now, almost with that try moments ago, she's almost up to the halfway line as Tim Gerard looked to rebuild her attack here. Good work from Borkin out to Carly Tierney and she's been impressive today uh, she finds uh, the referee actually gives her a penalty that's brought back for an advantage uh, in the initial tackle on Corliss and it's going to be a penalty for not rolling away uh, Tierney takes it quickly she's got support there in the shape of I think it's the oh, well ripped by Sligo and it's good work there ball in hand now with Michaela Watts Back in the action, having taken a little bit of a breather at the start of the second half. Sligo with the ball just inside the half for Tim McDerart. As 21, Rachel Buckley gets the ball wide. and You can hear those punching tackles from here. A great tackle from Emma Burns from Tim McDerart as she stops the Sligo attack and it's dead. Good work there. We seem to almost be interchanging scrum halves on the Sligo team as Rachel Buckley and then Victoria Lee as the ball breaks too. That's Emma Cox again, I think. Great work from Cox, and she's not going to be caught there. And that's great work despite the lunge and tackle from one of the Burns sisters. I'm not quite sure which one of them it was. Potentially Amy, I think. Um, and that's a third try for Sligo. And um, that's a really well-worked piece of skill there from Emma Cox. She's probably been the standout player of the game so far. We've talked about her. Some of those really impressive uh, Line breaks and she's just been excellent. In both attack and defence, she's been she's been outstanding. You know, uh, she's uh, she's just got such pace. And, you know, you see her. She's very. I've known Emma for a good few years through the the underage structure. You know, she's very quiet. You know, but she's the minute she puts on the jersey, she's on the pitch. But she's she's one of, of a group of players on both teams who have come in from. Uh, the earliest teams in these clubs at, at 8, 9 and 10 and come right through the ranks and, and stayed with the sport and really grown into the, the club as well as the senior team here. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's, it, it was a focus that we, we went with years ago was we would have focused at first on senior teams, you know. But then those people get older and they retire and there was nothing coming through. So we kind of went back to minis and then we, we had 14 clubs at one stage that had minis and some of these players are part of those 14 clubs you know and that's that's the way to go really yeah, and uh, so important Kane O'Sullivan has added the uh, extra two points from the conversion, so it is 17 points to five now. As Sligo begins to maybe just uh, exert a little bit of dominance on the scoreboard at least, but it's still very even uh, and anything is possible. We've seen some really impressive performances from both sides um, and it'd be interesting to see how this game pans out over the next few moments. Of course, this game brought to you uh, in association with our supporters today that are Damien Tanzi solicitors in Sligo and Dublin and specialising in litigation and uh, they're very we're very thankful to them for the coverage of these games all three games today sponsored by Damien Tansy Solicitors uh, so thank you to them for that but we are currently about 15 minutes into the second half here Sligo lead 17 points to 5 in a very entertaining game as Tim McDerard just snuff out that attack for Sligo as Sligo look to come in from the side as according to the referee and it's going to be a uh, you might be able to, oh, great piece of work there, quick one, good work, and it's outside here to Dave uh, Corliss, I think, on the far side for Shu McDerard. She gets the ball back. 
referee has a hand out for an advantage into Emma Burns. Burns finds her outside, and now it's Dominika Lukasic on the far side. Back to Rachel Forkin. Forkin inside to a teammate, but that's good work from Sligo. Cleaned out by Camille uh, inside, and I imagine it's going to be a penalty here to Chim McDuard. Referee's going to have a word with a couple of players. I think she's given the penalty to Chim McDuard, but bringing them in for a little bit of a chat. I think something's seen that she's not quite happy with. Just having a little chat with Neve Corliss on the far side. Uh, and we'll see what her decision is. But a change for Chimuk Durard as Charlotte O'Grady comes into the team. Uh, introduced to me uh, in my research as the baby of the group. Turned 18 literally... Charlotte O'Grady. Uh, yeah, she turned 18 just a week or two ago. And potentially only her first game or two for the, the team at senior level. So. Oh, Charlotte is a gem. Um, again, known Charlotte for a good few years now. Her parents are here today. Uh, great little player. Just, you know, again, just puts her heart and soul into it. Uh, loves the game. And yeah, she replaces uh, Laura Hastings on the, the team. Again, it's rolling subs, so these substitutions, people come on and off. So apologies if we miss anyone or don't mention them as they do. It's... A lot of moving parts here in these yeah. games, but ultimately it's about getting the girls on the pitches. Rachel Horkin does exactly that. Uh, ball fed outside there to me, of course. Good handoff from her, but smothered by four or five Sligo players. Uh, held up, and the fans here calling for a Sligo decision, but it's going to come back on the side. Uh, it's turned over by Sligo, that's good work from them. Uh, again, Chiumukhtarad potentially infringed there. I'm not quite sure what happened. You might be able to highlight sure there, but the ref has. I thought she'd... Orla, Orla Evans hit the ball anyway. We'll go forward. And it's going to be a scrum to Sligo. Sligo ball anyway. And uh, Victoria Lee, the, the stand-in scrum half. Uh, there's a lot of... Even speaking to the teams ahead of today's game, just doing a bit of research, um, the amount of the... the oh, she plays in the centre or flanker. She plays in the centre or second row. Um, it's kind of alien when you're not familiar with the women's game. And I suppose sometimes people think, hey, this is just women playing the game but it's actually kind of a different kind of sport in terms of the dynamics the even maybe the body shapes in different positions not quite the same as the men's game oh, sure. we're more versatile <laughs> multitasking <laughs> that's what it's about yeah. I've been told that all my year but I, I couldn't listen and take it in at the same time the ball bounces over the head of Louise Cohen and she turns to gather again and she has an opportunity here she gets around oh, she does get around the first half a good smother in there by Enya Hughes and that's good tackle from the Sligo defender but the ball is still back on the Tum Uttarad side and they're pushing through now and good work there from Abby Neolia and we've seen her um, impressive hits so far as kick comes in from Emma Burns um, I think she saw the advantage and it wasn't even an advantage it was uh, again another foul from the Tum Uttarad side we've seen a bit of that now just ill discipline and could that Sorry, apologies, I saw the wrong hand go up. Uh, um, and the referee must have turned around. It's going to be a penalty to Chiumut uh, Durat. And Emma Burns here with the ball in hand. She must have seen that advantage. She sliced that kick, but it does find touch. But I'm not sure if she's that will be on the highlight reel when she looks back at the game. No. She does find touch, which is the most important thing, I suppose. And um, it's going to be a put in to the, the Galway site, Chiumut Durat. I think going back to what you were talking about there about the players and positions and stuff, I'd say a lot of times they might be looking at you know the more experienced players to go and play because there come there could be some girls that are coming from football and other sports and, and wouldn't have the experience and 
move the more experienced players around to put them in, you know. In so. the key positions, yeah. yeah. Uh, just there, we see uh, the, the prop taking the throw in uh, for the line out. It's gone crooked, unfortunately. Gronio up, uh, replacement hooker, I suppose, on the, on that side at the moment. That probably signifies exactly what we're talking about. Just maybe that lack of experience, maybe in those, um, particularly that throw, it's, it's not an easy skill. Uh, Shanna yeah. Tiffany re-enters the fray now. Um, she's going to replace uh, number five, and that's um, Joanne Williams, uh, who leaves the action. So we saw uh, a try from Shanna Tiffany in the first half. I'm even noticing the, the way the ball gets fed into the scrum is almost like a, a roll rather than the two-hand put, put in. But it's, uh, it's the small differences between the sports and good work there from um, Sophie King. Hingham, she gets to ground and it's going to be recycled here uh, by Rachel Guckian. But again, oh, Edna Flanagan, great little burst for her and almost a little trip there, but she gets the ball back. Good work from the experienced campaigner. Back for, as we've been told, her potentially her last game. And of course, her daughter part of the team here as well, uh, Kriya, uh, on the bench today for Sligo as they go forward and they're inside the 22 meter line. Uh, referee in good position there. It's good work from Sligo. They've broken free of the tackle and uh, now five meters shy of the line. They lead 17 points to five here. Another try would probably uh, seal the game for them, but it's resolute defense here from two Mutharad as they try and hold on to. What would be a, an impressive league and cup double, a plate double, uh, but unfortunately uh, foul there. It's going to be a penalty to uh, Sligo, not releasing. I think is the uh, hand signal from the referee, and that's good work there from Sligo. There on the two meters shy of the line, as they pick and go, and good work there. Orla Evans has plenty of space out wide if, the, if Sligo can get it, but I think they're going to go for the thing, and I think they'll cross. Not quite held up on the far side, just not quite across the line yet, but that's a good piece of skill there from it. Looks to be Sophie hanging. Um From a distance, it's hard to tell. We get her, she comes out with Ethan Flanagan, I think, actually, was who just that experience and that power. Um, she might not have it in the legs, but she definitely has it in the head, and she found that she found that spot and the power as well, just to get across that line is, uh, is impressive. And, it's a fourth try for Sligo. They lead 22 points to five with a very kickable conversion here. As we see Sarah Jane Fox, the captain, come back on for to Uttarard and she adds some experience to that side as well. And uh, we have a uh, Louise Cohen, who has uh, come off for Sarah Jane Fox, and she's saying goodbye to the staff. So she's obviously heading off to another game, I'd she imagine. Going playing a football game yeah. somewhere. <laughs> it has that feel about it. And, and yeah. I think uh, she's on double duty. <laughs> But uh, she's a uh, camogie and ladies football uh, convert, but also still actively involved in both those sports. So a uh, multi-talented sportswoman, as we see so often. And a good effort there. 
Uh, the flags go up, and that's a great kick from Sligo. I think it might be Cleano O'Sullivan again. Uh, she's been impressive from the tee today. Two conversions from four on paper doesn't sound phenomenal, but from the positions they've been in, it's it's an impressive kicker in the conditions. That's windy and it's it's blustery today. It's breezy. Yeah, they were up for picks and breezy, you know. And then she's she's done a fantastic job here today. One, of course, did come back a uh, very good one. Came back off the, the top of the upright as well early yeah. in the first, <laughs> yeah. first half. So. <laughs> so we restart now, and it's going to be. Uh, and effort here for Emma Burns drop kicked in into the hands of uh, Rachel Enright but the ball has been knocked forward I think on the far side referee no arm out to indicate a play an advantage so uh, ball bounces again a loose pass in the tackle as Sligo edge back up towards the 10 metre line inside their own half but that's been turned over great piece of uh, inventiveness there from Ronia Roach she's come away with the ball I'm not quite sure how she did it but I don't know. it doesn't matter the <laughs> ball is matter. in the possession yeah. but again lost the ball but it's been illegally so according to the referee and uh, Rachel Gookin's going to have to hand that back to Chumuk Gerard and they do exactly that good work there from number 3 Abby Newall and she's got Carly Tierney in support but it's back to the scrum half right, Rachel Forkin Outside here now to Dominika Lukasic. And he takes the ball into contact and ripped off her by a Sligo player on the ground. Uh, but it's all a bit scrappy now, but it's going to be a penalty to Sligo on a 21 there. Rachel Guckian, who had uh, won that ball back, and she's had a busy couple of minutes, but it's going to be a penalty here in the hands of Keno Sullivan. She's looking for touch about five metres in off the line, so it's a kind of a, an acute angle. She's looking for as much distance as she can get, but again, no more than at the other side. Probably won't be too happy with the distance gained from that. No, probably it was, again, she's very, very close to the touch line there. So the angle, I'm assuming, would be awkward as a non-kicker. I would assume <laughs> it's quite awkward. What's the priority there as, as a coach? Um, or as someone who's kind of looking at the game from the bigger picture is it definitely make sure you make touch is that the priority in that situation oh there yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a put in here to the lineup and uh, replacement hooker for Sligo Rachel Dolan uh, good throw in from her but it's contested well at the far back end it's going to be the, the original hooker Orla Evans who gathers at the back and does recycle it back down to her teammate which is uh, Victoria Lee who's playing in that replacement scrum half row and it's going to be a good bounce from her and that's a great bounce into touch and a good kick from Sligo and it's brought play right inside the 20, uh, the 10 metre line uh, in the opposition half and Cleanwell Sullivan has been um, impressive from the tee from out of hand but also an open play as well yeah, and but there's been really impressive performances on both sides yeah. today oh absolutely like, like we were talking about the, you know, the scoreboard in the game they're still in it they're, they're, not, they're not slacking back it's just the breaks that Sligo got and, and made the most of them Emma Burns finds Sarah Jane Fox outside her and she carries that into contact and runs full force into Clean O'Sullivan Sligo player does get her to ground but it's recycled back and now Chumuk Gerard on the attack again they're currently trailing by 5 points to 24 but the game not reflective of that scoreline at all it's been much more even than that Sligo have just been that little bit more clinical with the possession they've got they recycle again now Amy Burns on the far side good work from her she's found a gap she's found through she's one on one against Edna Flanagan uh, and smothered up and well recovered there she has the support 
Good hands into number 23. And Dominique Lukasic is going to get in under the post. And like we talked about this game being more even in the score sheet, that's mo no more than they've deserved across 70 or so minutes we've seen so far. It's 10-24 now. Sligo lead. Conversion to come. Very kickable conversion to come. Um, that's more like it from Tumor yeah. Threat. Amy Burns was outstanding there. I mean, she, the, the heavens, like, the seas parted. She took off and she had two Sligo players on her trying to tackle her. She stayed strong, managed to get the offload off. But, like, she was about five, you know, about five, six seconds there fighting to stay alive, keep that ball alive and managed to get that ball off. Um, she drew in both, uh, I think, Enya Hughes and Edna Flanagan there in the tackle yeah. and, and just the player off her shoulder Dominica just managed to take that ball and put it in uh, Emma Burns hasn't had much luck off the tee today but she has an opportunity now to, to bring the score and that's a good kick from her just gets across the, the bar and it's 12 against 24 so double scores here probably again not reflective of the game but there's plenty of time left if Chimic Dwight can get another score it could really set up a grandstand finish here yeah, absolutely yeah I think they're this is going to bring up the spirits I think they were kind of a bit dull for a while but now you know now they feel like they're back in the game and they are back in the game you know so the next, the next couple of minutes or the next what have we left about 15 about 10, 10 15 minutes, minutes I, I know, but yeah um, Hannah Walshkerns uh, is off replaced uh, by the original out half uh, Aoife Gormley who comes back in and, and those kind of key players coming back in shows maybe that Sligo might have that little bit of a worry just as they come into the closest stages of the game yeah and I suppose that's you know, the roll on roll off so it was great because you can, you can give players especially with a not for here but like for it's a players looking to start playing that other way you can give them a bit of chance take them off tell them what, what to do you know or explain a few things and throw them back on yeah the restart here now has been received by Chum Kulera uh, Jim Uthorard sorry I'm reading my notes here but a player just made a great tackle uh, Enya Hughes of course uh, involved in that tackle in the build up to that try but but also uh, good work from her there and she's a, an accomplished GA player with Kulera Strong Hill in Sligo um, I'm sure her teammates uh, will be cheering her on despite the different coat good work going it's back on the Jim Uthorard side and it's going to be tough work in the face of four or five Sligo players to get some space here but she's fine good work and another good tackle by Enya Hughes forces the ball to ground but it's good work from Dominique Lukasic she's just scored a great try there moments ago good work from Neve Corliss and she's pushed through almost a halfway uh, she's been impressive and really Chum Uthorard they've not given up here at all and they're really in this game and a kick through blocked down uh, from Anna Larkin there but the ref has seen something and there's two players on the ground looking for a bit of attention and the ball's just going to be stopped uh, Siobhan Daly the match referee she's had a good game so far she's really controlled uh, the encounter you know, like I said you know Siobhan is, she's been around for a couple of years now and she's done um, a great job you know and, um, and she's you have our, our touch judges as well you have Katie Kimban here a very experienced referee heavily involved here on match day for with the Connick Senior Men's Game, um, loads of experience as a referee. So she's got, um, she's got great support with the touch judges there here today as well. So that's all to them. So she's just making sure that uh, I think it's a, I think it's a Sligo player who's getting attention there. It looks to be uh, number eight, Shanna Tiffany. She did get herself on the score sheet earlier on in the game in the first half with a try, but just. Looks to be in a bit of a bit of bother, but she's on her feet. She's just uh, having a little stretch, make sure everything's still attached. Exactly, yeah. Um, 
looks to be good to continue. Just uh, get a drink of water just to get herself back and get the breath back and just get that breather in as she makes her way back over to her forward teammates for what's going to be a scrum. But Sligo have been impressive um, in the attack and they've been clinical when they've had those opportunities they've got across the line and, and that's really been the only difference between the sides. Yeah, and, and I suppose when, when, when she was rare, like the last passage of play, you know, they got the ball but never straightened up, just ran straight across. You know, and they straightened up a little bit more. You know, they, made no, they, they, they didn't gain any, any ground at all in that passage of play and just got caught out here. So, um, they could just straighten up a little bit more, you know, and make that defence make a decision. It's easy to run across the pitch, but um, defence doesn't really have to do anything. They just watch you go. Watch you go. <laughs> Over, zigzag across the pitch behind them. Uh, it's going to be uh, put in here to the scrum for, for Sligo, just on halfway. And uh, time running out for Chim McDorard. They've been in the game, but just haven't managed to make the scoreboard tick over as much as they would like. It's 24 points to 12 in favour of Sligo at the moment as they roll the ball into the scrum and get the ball back to the base. And it's going to be uh, their replacement out half, Victoria Lee, gets the ball back. And Emma Cox now in possession. Okino O'Sullivan, in fact, in possession. Gets the ball down, puts perhaps a number on the pressure. That's a serious tackle uh, on uh, Dominika Lukasek. And she knows she's been hit there. But the ball now on the Sligo side, about 10, 15 yards shy of the sideline. That's good recovery on the far side by Chumu Gerard. They've really created a bit of space there. But it's all a bit clustered on this side of the field in, in front of the clan terrace for people who are familiar with the, the layout here in the sports grounds. Uh, but a, a, a loose pass and a knock on but it's going to be a, a put in here to Sligo and a chance for the Sligo side really to kill the game here with a, a score we've seen a bit of a revival from Chumu Gerard in the last few minutes but a score here might be fatal to their chances of getting back into the game I think this is a, they're, I mean they're only five metres from the try line like it's very it's a perfect opportunity there to to get a try in here now so um, Victoria Lee with the ball in hand just as the scrum sets itself here and she's got Emma Cox to her right if she goes on the blind side and Aoife Gormley just directly behind the scrum so a set piece play expected here looked to be knocked on but maybe she got away with that referee blindsided uh, on the other side of the scrum uh, but Toom seemed to have returned that over no not quite it's with the looks to be with the Rachel Booking I think there in possession but the ball just coming back on the Sligo side they're still in possession they have the ball it's returned to the back of the rook and we're going to see something from Sligo here they have space on the left if they go that's good work from Rachel Gucky and she's smothered by two or three tuned defenders and forced back a couple of metres but she does recycle well Ethna Flanagan I think at the base of that no it's uh, now it's Cox Cox outside to Gormley Gormley Ethna Flanagan and it's a knock on from Flanagan and uh, the referee did spot that one and it's going to be a, a scrum that for... So, I would be so disappointed with Sligo there. Like they had numbers on the outside there. They had all through the hands of the ball and they were in. And they just took a bit too much out of the net. And I thought Shumo Gerard were, were working hard, counter-working and trying to make it multiple for them. So yeah. they, they were, if that ball had gone out, they were in. Just so unfortunate. One characteristic error for that now, you know. Katie Craven returns to action for... Um, Chum Ukdorard and uh, she did go off earlier with a bit of a knock so great to see her back on the field to play 
that's probably the most important thing uh, at the end of the day when it comes to the sport at this level is that everyone gets up and goes to college or work or whatever it happens to be on, on Tuesday morning this week. Uh, she replaces Neil Leiden on the Tumukdurard side. Um, she gets a little hug from her dad on the sideline as she comes off. It's a very much a family affair here in Tum Uttarard. Um, they have an opportunity. They have the ball now inside their own 22 and they've got bodies over. If they can get it out wide, they've got... Oh, it's a good work. Despite Neve Corris just can't quite get the ball out. But they've got opportunities here and it's the latest try scorer, Dominika Lukasek, in possession. She's been forced to the sideline. She gets to ground in time so she's not put out over the sideline. Rachel Forkin now in possession. Uh, gets it back to Ab- Abigail Gibbons and Gibbons goes through again suspicion of a forward pass but maybe that's just from where we're sitting as uh, Carly Tierney one of the key players on this Chumukar outside gets the ball back uh, Sligo had plenty of cover out there on the, on the wing but can they do something Emma Burns there gets through the first tackle taken down by the second uh, comes back to Forkin again Forkin inside to 18 Emma Irons outside here and a good tackle there from Sligo as Chiamukdurad trying to go through and it looks to be stolen on the Sligo side but it's bounced out and it's going to be Kleiner O'Sullivan who does kick the ball in and it bounces into touch and that's great recovery from Sligo um, and time really beginning to run out now for the Galway side But you know, like, like you can't fault the heart for both sides. You know, they, they haven't. The second half, they came up fighting. They did dip a bit. But now, it's just unfortunate. They're, they're rearing to go, and it's just the time is running out. I suppose, on the positive side of things, it does mean from a, the overall view of women's rugby in the province, should Swagger hold on to this lead, um, it will mean another new name on a cup or on a trophy this year or within the province and, and, and teams competing with each other and it seems to be so competitive at this level in the game it's a really really good line out there from uh, the Galway side as Emma Burns gets possession outside and the kick through there but it's brought through possibly backwards off her hands there she get away with it she does indeed no line, hand from the referee but we now have a turnover Sligo with possession five yards out from the from the tomb Uchtarad goal and Look to get across the line but held up it looks to be at the moment uh, referee agrees and it's held up and it's going to be a dropout for uh, Chumuk Gerard and I think I think an, another score for Sligo might put an unfair gloss on the scoreline uh, given the, the, the performance of both teams I think Sligo have been the better side through the game but um, another try pushing over 30 points would probably be uh, yeah, a bit unfair yeah. but it's the ball Looks like they're oh, saying that now. Cleaner uh, in possession here. She finds Emma Cox inside. Deserves a try for her efforts today, but uh, it's not going to happen for, in that move. Uh, but the ball now with number seven, Michaela Watts, back in the action as it comes back at the base to Vicky Lee. Vicky Lee inside to Shanna Tiffany. And good defensive work there from Cleaner. Oh, loop and pass ends up in the hands of Ashling Feely, and she's pushing through, but that's good work there. She's just held out uh, Enya Hughes she gets over referee not quite convinced held up but excellent work there from Enya Hughes got the ball from Ashley Field he got across the line but just held up um, but Sligo they're probably going to get across the line at some point um, and are just struggling to clear their lines here and maybe the drop kick just not quite going the distance they need to relieve the pressure 
I was just looking at the same pairing like, between Emma Cox and Keenan Sullivan. Like, that's it's hard, hard to beat that. <laughs> no, they've been impressive. They've been and, very impressive. And the experience and, and kind of communication skills of Etna Flanagan, who came on at half-time as well, it's just, it's... It's added. It's added just to to Sligo on. Really, in the second half, we've seen them lift that performance a little bit. And, I talk um, about the cups and, and, and you know winning, lifting the cup. But Sligo lifted the cup years ago when they had a women's team. You know, this is like I think it's the third. You know, iteration. Yeah, like they, they, they had a team. I suppose at the time, you know, Jackie Mulligan and um, was good one, and they they would have played uh, at that time. And, and then it, it faded away, and then. Another backup now again. It's great to see, you know. And Tune as well. They would have had their their when they were on their own anyway. They uh, they, they did well, and you know it's, it's just great to see the team back here. Um, even if there was a gap, it's great to see them back. But it's like you spoke about. It's now based on a foundation of a conveyor belt the talent coming through from underage and it's a much more stable environment rather than rather than giving a man a fish you're you're, you're teaching a man to fish and, and it's and these girls coming through um it really is uh it's it's the future is very bright for the sport uh, in the women's grades in the yeah, province and because our, our, our minis and youth structures are, are, are there and they're solid you know so that it should continue to, to, to keep that conveyor belt going yeah. Emma Burns with the ball in hand inside with the dead ball zone and she's going to be trying to uh, find a drop kick there it's drop kicked out comes straight to the hands of the potentially a knock on there but the ref almost put the whistle to the mouth but didn't uh, she seemed to be a bit loose there from Ola Evans but the ball back on the Sligo side she hasn't indeed knocked it on yet and a good spot there from the referee to be fair I'm not going to criticise if she's been spot on on nearly every occasion so far today couldn't really fault her performance but it's going to be Chu Mukdurad put into the scrum and a chance maybe to uh, to build it, relieve a bit of pressure and, and, and they've had good success from the, the scrum through the game. Yeah, yeah, I think they just need to, they need to get out of here. You know, if they're going to get some sort of better attacking platform, you know, just here is not where they want to be. So. Scoreline here as we approach the, the closing stages of the game. 24 points to Sligo, 12 to Chumuk Duard. It's been all Sligo really uh, on the scoreboard at least, but very much a, an even... Uh, an even Stephen clash between these two sides um, it's just the, the clinical finishing of Sligo has been the difference between the two sides free kick from that scrum ref just seeing something she's not quite happy with that it's going to be an opportunity now for Chumukdurad to uh, relieve a bit of pressure and maybe gain a bit of territory and I would agree with that. Carly Tierney has opted for uh, the ball to be uh, put back into the scrum. Uh, Sarah Jane Fox and Carly Tierney having a little conflab there as uh, Duran Byrne comes back into the equation. And she's going to replace, I think it might have been Nia Leiden who's come can't quite see the number just yet but uh, 17 is Eko Callahan uh, makes way for her. Uh, her her day is done although with the rolling subs you never quite can tell uh, it's a good scrum but it's broken on the far side and a bit of open space here as Shannon Tiffany picks the ball from the back of the scrum and it's come to Rachel Lugukian who goes both, tries to go through three players does get outside indeed but Oh, just forced into touch there. Zanya uh, Hughes looked to get across into the corner, but a good attack from Sligo, but they're still in the territory that they want to be in, right on the five-metre line of Chumuk Duard, and Sligo haven't really been outside the 22 of Chumuk Duard for the last 
seven or eight minutes, it's been a, a bit of an onslaught. But I think the, the fact that they haven't got across the line is a huge testament to the work that's been done by Chum. Absolutely, yeah. They've been, they've been defending and defending and defending. And we're inside the dead ball area uh, and under pressure now as the player gets taken down there, but just really struggling to get out of the dead ball zone. I think eventually Neil Lydon does get that ball out of the box, but it's back on a back on the side of Sligo but the referee has seen something she wasn't happy with maybe just not rolling away in the tackle uh, Sligo not quite back to 10 but the referee allows play to continue as Neve Corliss uh, takes the ball almost to the 22 metre line it's the furthest they've got off their own line in a long time a nice little break there line break just uh, outside to Dominica the referee has seen something again a tackle potentially a high tackle there I think against Emma Cox uh, she's been uh, ferocious in the tackle today, but the ref just has, has issued a yellow card. It's probably not going to make a huge whole pile of difference at this stage of the competition, but Emma Cox takes the yellow card uh, and it's advantage to the Galway side for the next few minutes as we close this game out. It's currently 24 points to 12 in favour of Sligo. Emma Cox won't play any further part in this game. She's been hugely influential for the Sligo side, but again, at the moment... Chum Uthra are just struggling to get out of their own half, just camped outside their 22 at the moment as they try and gather something. And they have an extra player for the remainder of this game, but a knock on from it uh, looks to be, I think, Abby Newalia there has just uh, not quite read the pass. I think she almost have looked at what she was going to do with the ball after she caught it. That, yeah. But I think just I, I'm beginning to see. The, just the effects of maybe tiredness and a bit of fatigue. It's a long season and these girls just seem to be just lacking that little bit of energy burst that they need at the moment. Can they find something to get themselves back in the game with the time that's left? Hard to know now. I think it's... I think they're, they're just... They put in such a hard shift that they like it defensively. Like you were saying there, for the past 10 minutes, defend, 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 defend. It takes it out of you. you know? And that's where like those knockdowns and things come Carly Tierney here finds a, an inch of space, but she's immediately hoovered up by... Uh, that's a great steal there by Enya Hughes, and balls kicked into touch. On the full, it doesn't matter. Referee blows the final whistle, and Sligo are the champions in the plate competition in Connacht this year. It's a great result for them. They'll be happy. They've beaten the league champions, Tune Uchterard. It's been a good season for both sides, but I think probably the better side on today's performance uh, will lift the plate in a couple of moments. Wendy Hickey, your thoughts? Yeah, I think, look, it's, again, you can't fault what Tune Uchterard came out and did here today. Um, it's just Sligo, just the, those couple of breaks, you know, the, when Edna went in over the line, you had Rachel Cox going in, you know, those it just it just hurt them a bit more and um, you know just she was hard just couldn't get on the scoreboard after that you know so look it's uh, it's a great day for Sligo uh, it's saying that it's a great day for Tune Gerard really because this is the final in the sports ground the first year coming back as a senior team you know um, the lads I know the lads have put in a lot of work in both clubs you know trying to get the girls up and running and getting those under 14, 16, 18s and senior. Like they've, they're involved in all 14s. I don't know how they do it, but they do. And, um, you know, to have a first year play at adult level with these bunch of girls that have come through the minis and youths uh, is a fantastic achievement. And, and, you know, like they should be proud of what, they, of what they've done here today. And I know that they're not lifting the plate, but 
they've, you know, they got here and uh, and it was a good solid performance. Absolutely, but uh, it is about Sligo. They lift the place in just a couple of moments as they make their way over to the presentation area here. Of course, uh, thank you for listening and joining us today uh, on FinalWhistle.ie. For this, the first of three games on the platform from the sports grounds today. Myself and Wendy will be back in an hour or so, but thank you to our match sponsors today and for our coverage. That is uh, Damien Tanzi Solicitors in Dublin and Sligo, specialists in court litigation. And they uh, would be quite happy now as a Sligo-based company to have uh, the first of two Sligo teams uh, lifting silverware as they come over here. We'll leave you for the next hour or so. Congratulations to Sligo. They've won the first of the three games here today. Myself and Wendy will be back in just under an hour for the clash of Galwegians and the University of Galway in the, the main competition in the women's game, the cup final uh, kickoff here at 1.30. We'll be back with you just a couple of moments before that. Uh, we'll talk to you then.